720 WGN. Have you ever posted your house for sale by owner on Zillow? I did. I was a little concerned because I thought, ah, posting all the pictures of the inside of my house and who's looking at it. Because if you're like me, you look at Zillow just to look at houses, you know, with no intention of buying them. There's a woman in Aurora who only wants to be identified by Donna because, quite frankly, she's been through enough. But she said her home was listed for rent without her knowledge, obviously without her permission. It was posted on Zillow, and she had no idea until someone showed up at her door wanting a tour, saying they'd put money down as a deposit on a rental. This is what she had to say. She told ABC7 this. He told me that he was here to see the house, that he wanted to see it. It was for rent, and and I said, this house is not for rent. He says, yes, it is. I've got the paperwork. I was afraid. I was afraid. I said, where did you see the house? He says, well, it's on Zillow. And they took the real estate listing, which showed all the rooms, that showed the house entirely. They had all the pictures, the same thing that attracted me to the house. And again, she's flashing the papers in front of the door. I'm renting your house. I want to see it. I could tell she was devastated with what happened to her. Right, because at that point, you're both standing there and you've both been scammed. Shaban Johnson is an FBI special agent in Chicago. Shaban, is this an isolated incident? This is not an isolated incident. This is actually an ongoing scam. We've been seeing it for years. It just rears its ugly head from time to time, more now than other times, perhaps. So what kind of money are we talking involved in this scam? Oh, a lot of money. So nationwide in 2021, victims lost $350 million. And that um, that is huge. That's up 50% from just 2019. But even in Illinois, we're talking victims are down 10%, which is good, but losses are up 300% over those same three years. So what is it going to take to force Zillow or other companies to verify, I, I don't even know how you go about it, but verify that this address is owned by this person and they have the right to rent it and, and or offer it as a rental and no one else? In a perfect world, there would be a verification mechanism, but there are um, there, there are options for homeowners and those who are hoping to rent. It's not a lot, but it's something to do to protect yourself. So if you are a renter, I would recommend taking a look at that listing. Look at the picture and run it through a reverse image search. Those things are free online. There are many of them that are reputable. See if you can find that house picture anywhere else on the Internet, because you just might find an identical listing with a different email address. That different email address is a red flag that a scammer has lifted that entire listing and is using it for nefarious purposes. So you can take an image because this is news to me, Shabon. This is why you're an FBI special agent. <laughs> you can take an image and do a reverse, a reverse. Um, it's almost like a reverse dial. You can look it up and see where it was posted somewhere else. Exactly. And that can lead you down the rabbit hole to where maybe 10, 15 other postings are on different websites using this same image and often just the same description as well. So just that simple step, you spend 10 minutes looking, that can prevent you as the renter from renting a property that is not an option for you. And also the homeowner, you can take a look and see if anyone else is listing your home. So in this situation in Aurora where this woman, you know, answers the door and people are like, I have the paperwork right here. I'm here for the tour. I want to walk through. I rented this. Those people that gave the money to the scammer who said it was for rent, they're just out the money. There's there's no recourse. 
At that point, it's a matter of filing a complaint. So first you want to file a complaint with ic3.gov. That's the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center. That lets us take a look at exactly what's happening. You also want to file a complaint with the local police to see if there's anything they can do. And if there has been a crime that's been committed, and often it will be mail fraud, wire fraud, something like that, then that might be something that we're able to pursue. But at the end of the day, it really is buyer beware or renter beware. And it's a lot easier to do the legwork before you get scammed rather than going after the money afterwards. And is this along the same lines we saw over the summer where the house was vacant and they would actually go and change the locks and then rent the house and walk away with the money and the rental money until whoever owned that house eventually realized that somebody was living in it? That's just another variation of this fraud. The problem with scammers is they're so good at what they do that we really all need to remain vigilant in hopes of ensuring that our property remains our property. So over $300 million in losses in the past year. And and is this something that people should contact our our legislators and say, hey, there needs to be laws about this um, to prevent it from happening? You know, our legislators can be a very, very good place to start to ensure that there is some mechanism put into place. I can't speak from the FBI's angle much about that legislation. We're really here to do the investigations on the other end. But people should utilize every option available to them to ensure that this becomes less of a problem in the future. It's just a devastating situation. It is. And if you are a homeowner, is there any way to prevent this or protect yourself? If you are a homeowner, um, I would recommend regularly Googling yourself and your property. First yourself, just because that's good cyber hygiene to see what's out there. But your property, because if someone's posting it today, um, they might take a break and then repost it tomorrow. Um, They might take a longer break and repost it six months from now. It's something periodically you want to do. So personally, I Google myself um, and, and my property maybe once a month, just as a matter of course. So I always know if there's a change out there, um, I, I'm going to be on top of it. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you. Siobhan Johnson, FBI Special Agent. Those are tips we all need to put into use. Teresa Murray, uh, she, she's like, even the CDC is telling you, you have to heat up your deli meats because there's a listeria outbreak. That and so much more. She's our, com- our consumer watchdog, and she joins us after Steve's newscast from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.